Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Welcome to Mile High Magazine Sunday morning. And something really exciting is going on here in Denver. It is an FBI job fair. So with us this morning, Michelle Faringer, who's the administration specialist and recruiter with the uh, FBI, and also with the FBI, Special Agent Zay Smith-Berte. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for being here. I'm great. Thank you. All right. So tell me a little bit about yourselves, because I know you both have kind of a, a long history with the FBI, and then we'll dive into the job fair. Zay, do you want to start? I will do it. So my name again is Zay Smith-Berte. I've been with the FBI for about 12 years. Prior to that, I was state police in Oklahoma. I was with the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, and we are attempting to look for more employees. So Michelle and I are here today. And Michelle, how about you? You've been here. What did you tell me off the air? 20 years? Uh, yeah, August will be 20 years in the FBI. Uh, during that time, I most of the time has been here in the Denver office, but I also have worked in our overseas offices. I was in Nairobi, Kenya for two years. I went to Afghanistan for a year, and uh, next year I'll be going to Tunisia. That's exciting. Yeah, it, that's my favorite part about the Bureau is changing jobs, but mm-hmm. never having to actually leave the Bureau and, and getting that experience in different cities if you want it. What drew you to the FBI? I would say for me, um, I did love the OSBI, but being a state police officer, I was very limited to what violations I would be able to investigate. So with the FBI, we have over 280 different violations that we investigate. And as Michelle was saying, I've worked several different programs. I, too, have been to West Africa as an acting ALAT. I've been to headquarters as a supervisor for almost two years. You just don't have those those advantages and opportunities Mm -hmm. with other agencies the way you see it at the FBI. So I would argue that the biggest draw for anyone, if you're thinking about a career in law enforcement, is the fact that we have so many different things that you can do within the FBI and never have to leave uh, and find new employment. Okay. And Michelle, what about for you? Um, So I went to school and wanted to get into criminal justice and either do like probation or law. And uh, the FBI came to my school and piqued my interest. They were recruiting for interns. And uh, so once I graduated college and I moved um, to Denver, I'm from eastern Colorado, northeastern Colorado, and uh, just decided to put in an application and been, been here almost ever since. Well, obviously, great place for both of you. And let's talk a little bit, because you just mentioned recruitment, the FBI job fair coming up. When is it? Where? All that kind of stuff. Uh, so the event is going to be held um, August 1st here in Denver. It is an invitation-only event, so you do have to qualify for our special agent position, uh, which just means you have to be between the ages of 23 and 36, have a bachelor's degree with two years of professional work experience, or if you have a master's degree or higher, it's a one-year of professional work experience. So we are asking that people apply to it, and if you meet the qualifications, then you'll receive an invitation with the details of time and location. For security reasons, right? For security reasons, it's not a walk-up event. Right, right, and hence the invitation. Um, What are you looking for? We're looking for people who have been excellent in their prior um, career choice, and we are looking to put those those experiences, those core competencies that we're looking for to use for the FBI. So not only can you have been 
amazing at your job prior to the FBI, but we want you to come in and do amazing things as well. So a lot of people think that we're only ever looking for attorneys or CPAs or people with former um, military or law enforcement experience. Right. And that's true. We absolutely want those people as well. But we also want teachers. We want engineers. We want scientists for just about every. Again, we we investigate 280 different violations. So we need people who have some kind of experience and expertise in a lot of different things in order to be more effective in what we're doing. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for every, you know, stripe or experience that you've had that could help us make that mission successful. So if somebody has an interest in mm-hmm. the FBI and maybe they have no, you know, um, like you were saying, law enforcement background or anything like that, that shouldn't stop them from applying. Absolutely not. Um, I would say while when I was at the academy, a good number of my classmates were former military and law enforcement. But we again, we had nurses, we had teachers, we had engineers, we had um, you name it. We mm-hmm. had one of those degree fields and one of those. We had uh, TV personalities really? or former professional athletes. You name it. They've gone through the FBI Academy and have come on and have done great work with us. And what kind of jobs then, if you don't have that law enforcement background? I know you talked about how many different things you investigate, but what kind of jobs are we talking about are available? So an agent comes into the bureau and we get assigned to different squads. A lot of people think that agents sit in a giant bullpen and something happens and they come (laughs) in and like, oh, my God, we need like five people. And that's not exactly true. When you come in, you're going to be assigned to a squad. To a very real extent, we want you to become a bit of a subject matter expert in what you're doing. So usually you'll spend a few years on a squad. So let's say you come in and the first thing you work is bank robbery. You may spend a few years working bank robbery. And that means you're going to work those cases. You're going to learn everything that you can about that particular violation and get really good at it. The beauty of the FBI is if you have an interest in something else, you also have the ability to go and explore that program and work that program as well. Mm -hmm. So when we say we need people, we need people who are willing and able to be diverse in thought, Mm -hmm. um, diverse in ability, And that if you do come in and work bank robbery for a while and you have a desire to work something else, you have the ability to do that, too. And I would imagine you've got to have some pretty good critical thinking skills. You absolutely have to have some. (laughs) You've got to have some good common sense and some good critical thinking skills. And I would say one of the biggest things about um, being successful as an agent is the ability to talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, we will speak with anyone from a Supreme Court judge to you know, any, you know, criminal on the street. So you have to be able to make some kind of connection and speak with both of those very diverse and different Mm -hmm. um, types of people. So speaking and communicating, as you would understand, is very important. I know. It sounds interesting. I'm like, dang it, I'm too old. (laughs) (laughs) We have other jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Daggone it. And I love the fact that you both are women. What kind of job opportunities are there for women in the FBI? Uh, So, you know, the FBI has the special agent position, and that is what we're really recruiting for right now. But there are many other jobs in the Bureau as well. It's just like any other uh, major corporation where we do have our law enforcement side, but we have all the professional staff people that help the organization run, as well as our intel component. So there are many jobs in the Bureau. Um, All of them we're looking for women. We are looking um, with this event to help boost our female numbers. Um, Currently, 
in the special agent ranks, uh, only 20.5% of the special agents are females. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Bureau, we have about 38,000 employees total and about 13,500 are special agents. So of that 13,500, only about 20% are female. Um, again, so this event, we are looking to add diversity in both gender and race. Mm-hmm. But again, everyone still has to qualify for the position. Uh, we have a lot of testing. Um, you were speaking about critical thinking earlier. Uh, one of our first tests is our phase one test, which you do go and take like a logical reasoning, critical thinking, problem solving type test mm-hmm. um, because we are looking for those skills. And, and everyone still has to make it through the process just like any applicant. But we're trying to reach those people, um, especially females, because that's not law enforcement's not a job they always think about first. Right. And this is an event where they can come speak to current agents and learn that you can do this job with a family. Absolutely. And I think that's huge for women to hear, too. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest drawbacks um, that we have in trying to reach women and get women interested uh, in this type of position is the idea that, you know, I can't have my cake and eat it, too. Well, this is not 1852, mm-hmm. sister. You can have your cake. <laughs> I love it. And eat it, too. And it's it's difficult, but I think it's not any more or less difficult than it is for the guys. I think that the expectation that is put on both of those um, demographics is different. And mm-hmm. so you feel the pressure differently. But the reality of what you're trying to do um, is not that different, right? So if I'm a man and I have children, I want to see them as much as my wife who has children wants to see them. Absolutely. It's just different the way that maybe society views that. I think that's the biggie right there. It's, it's true. But yeah. as a woman, and I do have children, it's very. I think it's very important that you have family support for sure. Um, and I don't think that that's different, again, for a male or a female. But I think it's also the fact that we, too, have the desire mm-hmm. to do great things and to make a difference. And we should not be put into a bucket that says, no, you can only do these things and these things. You can have your cake and eat it, too. I mean, I again, I have two wonderful, amazing children. Um, and sometimes I do have to miss certain things. But. Again, so do the guys, and you still. So does every job. So does every job. That that's it's the one thing I think different. any working parent will Absolutely. say. It's a give and take. It's a give and take, and you find that good balance. Yes. And the beauty of the bureau bureau is that we have things. We have a part time program where a lot of women, once they've had children, and again, they are the ones actually having the baby. So sometimes <laughs> they'll take a little bit of time off and maybe go part time, and then come back at it and hit it hard. And so. There, the the bureau is is very supportive as far as um, federal agencies are concerned, and trying to help make sure that that you do have that support when you need it, so that you can get back to the mission. So. Well, and I was going to say, with both of you having been in the bureau for good amount of time, obviously you do feel that that support. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. But the support is definitely there because the mission is so important that we. I think that the bureau is is. Because it's um usually when you go to the academy in about week six, you find out what your first office assignment is going to be. So most of us are not, particularly the agents, we're not living in the place that we're from, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm from Oklahoma, but I live in I live in Denver. What happens is you find your family out there. You see that in the bureau a lot. Right. And it does sound like such a great because both of you have said if you've got interest in something else, you can stay within the bureau. So there's always that chance to Absolutely. grow and change and learn something new, which I think is exciting for a lot of Absolutely. people. Absolutely, but And we want you to be interested because if you 
are working a program and it's been seven years and you start to feel like, oh, my goodness, I'm just going to work every day. We don't want you to stay in that place. Right. We want you to be motivated. We want you to find something that's going to motivate you to be the best at what you're Mm -hmm. doing. And so it's it's not very hard at all to move to a different program and try something new. So the FBI job fair is coming up on August 1st. It's by invitation only if you're just joining us. You've got to go through a few things to get an invitation. Michelle, do you want to go over those with me? Uh, Yeah. So just go to our website, which is www.fbijobs.gov. And once you go there uh, on the front page, there's a button that says apply now, go into that. And then once you get in there, search uh, Denver DAR for diversity agent recruitment uh, talent network. And then that will bring up the event and it will show you the qualifications. And um, that's where you would apply and have to answer some initial questions and submit your resume. And once again, uh, if you're just joining us, the requirements are? Uh, 23 to 36 years old. You have to have a minimum of a bachelor's degree with two years of professional work experience or a master's degree or higher and one year of professional work experience. And once they get the invitation, then what happens? I mean, obviously, then the locations reveal, but they get to the job fair. What can they expect? Yeah, so the event um, will be about, there'll be some hour of networking with current special agents, and we'll have people there from uh, different violations that we work, different collateral duties such as our SWAT team, our evidence response team. Uh, So they'll be there for an hour of networking before the official event starts where you can, again, speak to current agents and ask any questions you may have. And then we'll have a formal presentation that just goes through where Zay will go through the hiring process and how the application works and the next steps and all that stuff. And we'll just go over a little bit more about how the whole process works. And then we'll, again, open up uh, time for networking afterwards. So for people who get that invitation, um, how long until they could maybe get sent to the academy? Like, what? how long is that process? <laughs> so we tell people it's usually about a year because of the phase testings. And once you pass all the phase testings, uh, then you have to take uh, the special agent does have a physical fitness requirement. So there is a physical fitness test. Uh, you have to pass that, and then our background investigation starts. And that can take, uh, you know, at least six months. And so it really depends on, one, the applicant's availability to uh, take all that testing. If they're available the first time they're invited, uh, it can move a little quicker. And it also just depends on their background. If they've mm-hmm. lived a lot of places, moved around, that can add a little time. Sure. But um, it's probably averaging about a year about or a, a little year, less right say. now. Okay. And how squeaky clean do you have to be? Pretty squeaky. Well, yeah. no, well, really. Because I know there's yeah, people out there listening like, I don't want to ask, but oh I'm my going gosh. to. We well, can tell you got to be pretty squeaky clean. So one of the things I think that we would like to talk about is the fact that, you know, we lose a lot of people because primarily marijuana. So that's a legal state drug. But the FBI and the federal government does not see that as a legalized issue, right? That's still illegal as far as the federal government is concerned. So we have very strict policies governing that. So you cannot have used marijuana within three years of the date of your application. And CBD oil, that's another good one that we've been having some concerns about. So a lot of people are also trying the CBD oils, and we don't recognize that as as well. Oh, so even if it doesn't have the THC? Even if it doesn't have the THC. Okay, I think that's... It's very serious because, yeah. unfortunately, we lose a lot of people because they don't understand that we have these very strict protocols and policies that, you know, we just don't have a way around it. Sure. So if you've been without having used one of those two drugs for the three years prior to your application, we would more than welcome you. 
Yeah. Michelle Faringer, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Should I say my name? Yeah, and Zay, <laughs> and Zay Smith Berte. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Well, thank you for being here once again. The big FBI job fair is coming up on August first by invitation only, and you need to go to fbijobs.gov. Apply now. Do I have this right? Mm-hmm. And look for Denver Dar Talent Network. Yes. I'm Melissa Moore. It's Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday morning. And once again, you can listen to this again. It will be available online on our podcast.